Resorts World Revealed. We talk with the president, Scott Sabella, this week on episode 65. It's the best project I've ever seen, not because I'm here, but the way we programmed, designed it, it's gonna be special. But I'm more excited that we're opening at the right time to help the city recover faster. We reveal details for the first time about the actual setup of Resorts World and how the property is different. Plus, you will hear new information about entertainment, food and beverage, the shopping experience, and nightlife. From the sounds of it, this property is going to blow everyone away. Let's spin the wheel and get right to it. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 65. Sean McAllister here alongside Dana Roselli. And you know, there is excitement in Las Vegas. There's electricity. There is a buzz that is reverberating across the entire Las Vegas Valley. And for good reason, Dana. And I love that you said electricity because, you know, we're known for that. All our neon signs, right? (laughs) The, The strip is electric and that's how it should be. So many announcements coming out and so much buzz about Resorts World. And we are thrilled to have a guest on today that you and I were like kind of we're, we're sitting here after the interview and our minds blown a little because we're like we learned so much about Resorts World after we talked to the president. I mean, Scott Sabella is the president of Resorts World and our conversation that you're going to hear in just a, a couple minutes. There were so many nuggets that have never been reported, Mm -hmm. and we got so much information about what the experience is going to be like for guests when they step on property and how Resorts World is going to be like no other property on the Las Vegas Strip in terms of the experience that guests have. I know. The one thing that I really took away from it that Scott goes into is how it is different from other properties on the Strip. And I love what he was explaining. So we have all that coming up in just a little bit, but we want to get to some things that also happened this week. And one of them was the return of Cirque. Yes, Cirque du Soleil, of course, the world-famous performance troupe that has so many shows under its umbrella, but many right here on the Las Vegas Strip. They have announced the return of two of the tentpole shows, A Mystere at Treasure Island and O over at Bellagio. Both great shows. We look forward to them returning to the stage. I think during the whole COVID year, everyone wondered, is you know Cirque going to be able to come back and, and hit the stage again? And they're coming back July 1st, so not too long from now. Yeah, so that's uh, Mystere and O that are coming back the beginning of July. But even before that, another show that's under the Cirque umbrella is Blue Man Group. A lot of people didn't realize that Cirque had acquired Blue Man Group a few years ago. Uh, Blue Man are back on stage drumming their pipes <laughs> and splattering their paint and, you know, just having the full sensory overload experience. Staring over. at you in silence, I always say. When they stare at in me silence. in silence, I'm like, oh, man. They're so, right? And the marshmallow goo that shoots out of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Blue Man Group back on stage at the Luxor starting June 24th. Yeah, such a great show. So we're happy to hear all of this. I had some, some friends in town this week and they were saying you know I was looking around for shows and I was noticing some were back but Mm -hmm. you know I'm looking forward to more choices 
And I think that's a big deal for Las Vegas is well, having choice. More choices are, are definitely on the way as we uh, head into the next few weeks and definitely the next couple months. Once we get into summer, there's going to be so many options, which, you know, it, that makes the Vegas experience the Vegas experience. It makes it what it is. True. And even my friends that were in town, they said, I did things in Vegas this week that like I didn't do in the past or normally do because we had to kind of get creative and they, they like they went to area 15 and you know like, that obviously that wasn't there before but they probably wouldn't have maybe ventured off the strip in the past but they're looking for activities and, and it's been an incredible opportunity for people to uh, experience and even realize that there are a lot of activities in the outskirts of Las Vegas a lot of outdoor activities that people maybe didn't you know, associate with Las Vegas, the glitz and glamour, you know, the gaming and (laughs) dining and retail that we always talk about. But there is a lot to do when you get off the strip and people have been experiencing that, fortunately. Yeah. And on June 24th, there's going to be a new place on the Las Vegas Strip, on the north end of the Strip, which I think makes it even cooler because we've watched this go up for quite some time now. So it's not just Blue Man Group coming back on the <laughs> June 24th? No, Resorts World is going to be opening. A huge announcement. We didn't have an official date in the past. There was talk and this and that. But June 24th is the official date that Resorts World will open. And yeah, Dana, we've had a lot of discussions uh, off air about Resorts World, but we've been a little hesitant to do a deep dive into everything that the property is going to offer until we nailed down that perfect insider who can give us all the dirt, all the good stuff, the juicy stuff about what the experience is going to be like over at Resorts World. That's right. We dialed up the president and said, what can you tell us? And boy, he told us a lot. We got to him. Scott Sabella is the president of Resorts World. He has a long history here in Las Vegas. Not only did he grow up here, he went to school here. He worked his way up the ranks in the gaming industry here, a former executive at MGM Resorts, then moving over to Resorts World, this new property, the first new property on the Las Vegas Strip in over a decade. So Scott has been instrumental in forming what will be the new customer experience that Las Vegas visitors grow to know. So we went straight to the top at Resorts World to get all the good stuff. Hey, Scott, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Resorts World is all anyone is talking about lately. And now, obviously, we have a date that it's going to open. What has it been like for you? Are you getting nervous? Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. It's been a, a lot of work in the in the making, uh, almost three years of construction. To, so to make these announcements this week was so exciting for us, um, but scary at the same time, because now we're locked into June 24th, but we'll be ready and, and just really excited to introduce Resorts World to the city of Las Vegas. Well, and you talk about these announcements uh, that you've been rolling out over the last few weeks. The most recent was just this past week. You released this I mean, it's a pretty awesome commercial that features Celine Dion, Carrie Underwood, Luke Bryan, uh, Zed, Tiesto. Are these faces that we are going to be expecting to see at the property in the near future? And I only ask that because entertainment announcements have not officially been released yet. You're going to hear a lot more announcements next couple of weeks. But I think with the commercial, it shows that there are partners and there's a reason why they're in it. So I think you'll be excited to hear the news, but um, 
I'll get in big trouble if I say something I shouldn't, but <laughs> we're excited what you're going to hear in the next week or two. But that being said, I mean, I know you plan to have world-class entertainment there. That's part of it, right? Yeah, it's part of it. We, we plan on having some residencies that will be, we don't, I don't like that word. We still haven't found the right word because there are partners. So wherever we announce the next couple of weeks, we'll be our partners for two or three years, maybe longer. Uh, but it's more than just performing here. They're going to do a lot of other things. That, um, they're going to be part of our family. So they'll be endorsing our property when they're not playing and when they're playing. And to your point, at the same time, it's a 5,000 state-of-the-art theater like no other in the city of Las Vegas, really nowhere when it comes to the technology with sound, lighting. Uh, your 135 feet is the furthest seat from the stage, the high ceilings. It's just, it's really incredible that when people see this theater. So our goal is to always have entertainment in there. Like you said, there'll be weekend in, uh, uh, almost every weekend, there'll be some type of entertainment in the theater. And speaking of the theater and, you know, having Celine Dion now, now tied to your property, we know that I mean, she built the Coliseum from the ground up over at Caesar's Palace. Uh, has Have there been any single artists who have contributed to the design and the functionality of the theater that you're building at Resorts World? Well, first of all, I didn't tell you Celine was coming here. So. <laughs> no, you didn't, but we're just, you know. Um, but the artists that we're going to announce in the next couple of weeks played a huge part in the design of the theater. They played a huge part in that commercial you saw the other day, that video. We, we try to keep it up as quiet as we possibly could, but you can imagine during COVID how we had to get all six of them. And it, those weren't green shots. And I read something yesterday that we, they did all those in their homes. And then we put that together. That was a commercial shoot, an immersive a commercial that really hasn't been done in this industry. And it was a lot of work. It was a big company out of New York and we had to get them all in the same location in LA to do this. We did it in a week, uh, but they all were part of all that too. So it wasn't just come do this. They, they, Everybody had their their viewpoints and opinions, and and everybody worked together. And of course, Celine being the queen, you know, always made the final decision. But um, uh, but it was a great input from all of them. And will people see that commercial all over the country, all over the world, or is it something that'll just sit online? No, you'll um, you'll see that we're going to air it this Sunday at the award show. That'll be the first time, and then you'll start seeing it everywhere. So we we kind of because of COVID, and everybody being so sensitive, we 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 made a lot of great announcements. Uh, in the last six months, but we try not to just overkill because of what's going on. Now that things are getting better, it's perfect timing for us. And now you'll see in six months how we just open the floodgates and it's all about commercials, billboards, uh, banners. We're everywhere. And, and we really, and this just kicked it off. I mean, yeah. the, the response we got yesterday was just overwhelming all over the country and over the world. And exactly, we didn't think it would be this good. And it's been so positive and people love it. And yeah. it's just a start of what you'll see on TV now, starting this Sunday on the uh, Oscar, right? And and that is a very cinematic commercial. So the Academy Awards is a, a pretty fitting place to debut it. Exactly. We almost, we talked about the Country Music Awards, but we thought that would be a perfect time to kick it off. So the timing was perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. And I mean, when you, when you mentioned COVID, this year obviously has been challenging for so many. And I think people thought like, what's going to stop, you know? And then and then you think like, is Resorts World going to stop construction? But you guys have been able to move ahead and this year uh, give people something to look forward to. And I know that has to feel good as a longtime resident of Las Vegas and you've worked here for so long. It's got to feel good for you to be able to announce something positive as we get toward the end of this. 
Yeah, I love that you said that because it meant a lot to our company. You're right. We never stopped construction. We got down to maybe 1,500 construction workers because we had to follow the guidelines. But we never even once talked about do we put the project on hold. We we're fully funded from day one. We didn't have to raise more money. We're building it within budget. And our chairman and, and the Ginting family from Malaysia stuck by us. And they really were excited that something good would come out of this. And you're right. That's I'm excited to what I did here because it's, it's something that it's the best project I've ever seen, not because I'm here, but the way we programmed, designed it, it's going to be special. But I'm more excited that we're opening at the right time to help the city recover faster. Mm -hmm. And I think when people see it and start talking about it, it's just going to be the good for the city. We're hiring all these new employees. Um, but I think you're right. That's really, we're really proud that we never stopped. Yeah. Now we have 5,000 workers on the job today and um, never stopped. So I'm not, I appreciate you said that. Yeah, it's great. And and being, uh, I mean, really transformative in the casino industry for so many years here, Scott, you've helped kind of define what modern Las Vegas is. In this COVID time period, are there lessons that you personally learned about operation or staffing? Absolutely. Um, and I appreciate you saying that uh, I'm pretty good at spending money. Um, I've been known for that in the past, but we, we wanted to create something that, that wasn't already done on the strip. Not that we're any smarter, but it's been 11 years since the property at this level has opened since Cosmo on the strip and things have changed technology and all these advancements and the way you operate them has changed. Yeah. We're still a gaming city, but a lot of our revenue comes from non-gaming. We're, we're known for the best food in, in, the, in the world, the best entertainment, the best accommodations. So we took advantage of what would you do today? And I, I, I really challenge my team every day. Don't be traditional. Let's don't do what we all learned up and down the strip. So we're not going to operate it like they, we used to operate these properties. Um, we're, we're, the job classifications are different. The way we lay the property out example would be, Back in the days, you wanted someone to walk through the casino to get to the elevators because the casino was always had to be top of mind. Well, that's not how it should be anymore. So now when you check in at our property, the elevators are 30 seconds away. Get checked into your room and then come experience what we're building. So in a lot of natural light in this building. All the restaurants are 90% of them have outdoor balconies, fresh air, natural light. So it's not about keeping it dark and just no clocks and you know things that we did many, many years ago. It's about creating a destination that, that has great access to gaming and non-gaming patrons. And I think what I really learned is, and it's always been our top priority is health and safety is our number one concern for our employees and for our guests. I think it's just reinforced that that's going to be top of mind for everybody going forward. I think we're going to get past this, but I think we're all going to be hesitant when we do things. Is it safe? Is it clean? So we always talk about having the best air quality, how we clean the rooms, how we can let you interact with our, our, our team members by your phone if you want to. So we, we, we took advantage of technology on checking in to ordering food that we'll have more gaming enhancements that, that, that nobody has in the world because we were just taking advantage of what you can do. This casino will be somewhat cashless. You know, we, we're doing things that nobody's done up and down the strip because of the, their infrastructure maybe and the, and the cost. So we're taking advantage of all that. And I think the, 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 the customers will expect it because today what you can do with your mobile and I think they'll appreciate it that, that we took advantage of that. Um, so again, we're not a traditional, some things, gaming's gaming, you know, the odds are the same on a blackjack table, but how we create the experience for the guests, I think will be completely different than what I've done in the past up down the street. 
Yeah, and, and I was going to say, what are the differences from other properties on this strip? But you just answered all the questions there. I have a lot of friends that don't live in Las Vegas that say, well, tell me about Resorts World. You know, what's the hit? You know, what are some things that you think you want to point out? We have listeners from all over the world uh, that you want to point out to folks that are listening that if they come to Vegas, here's what, you know, you need to know about our property that, well, you already mentioned some of the things that make you different, but, you know, that you want them to know. I know there's a Hilton tie-in and all sorts of stuff. I, I would say... Um, we didn't want to just be a high-end luxury property. We didn't want to be a mid-level property. And then we didn't want to be a property that just, that there's up another strip that just caters to the masses. We, we want to cater to all those type of customers. So we truly are the, I think, a truly integrated property in the strip that has a 5,000 seat theater, seven swimming pools, 300,000 square feet of convention space, a nightlife experience um, on the strip. And we have uh, those three brands that bring the high-end luxury with our Croxford, brings the luxury with the uh, Conrad, and then you have the Hilton that's, that's mid-level. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like some of the people down the street where it's just luxury. Right. We, we want to survive off all types of customers. And if you want five-star dining, we have the best of the best. But if you want to go into our doghouse, it's a fun country bar with bands playing, the sports books in there, you can do that one night. So it's a type of property you can spend three days here and do something different every night and not even run into somebody over three days. Because <laughs> we spread it out so much and we got the retail aspect to it. So we try to combine everything into one uh, property. Not easy to do because you, know, you have to market to those different categories, uh, but we think we're going to pull it off. We know we will. I think that's the difference where it it's, could be one-stop shopping. It's a city within a city is really what we try to create. It doesn't mean you're not going to leave because that's what Vegas is all about, but you don't have to. You could come here and feel comfortable if you did not be intimidated that, oh, they're all fancy five-star restaurants. Yeah. That's not what we want to be. Or if you want that type of food experience, we have it for you. So I know it sounds a little bit corny, but everything to everybody is what we're trying to be. It's just so exciting. June 24th is uh, the day that customers are going to get their first in-person glimpse at Resorts World. And um, before that, we want to ask you, uh, Scott, about some pronunciations for some of your partners and some of your venues, because being longtime journalists here in Las Vegas, we want to get it right mm -hmm. when we talk about it to our to our oh, listeners. We all get it right, too. All right. Let's, yeah, here we go. Here's the test for all of us, right? First of all, the uh, nightclub, the Zook Group. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Zook. Zook. Yeah, just like all you right. said it, Zook. Zook. So Zook, okay. is, Zook isn't a brand that we just created overnight. They're the number one uh, nightlife brand in, in Asia for the last five or 10 years. We brought, bring, we're bringing them over from Asia. So it's an established brand and, and a, a brand that does things different than the, we don't want the same nightlife that Vegas has been doing for, for years. So we're gonna, we, we designed a room that we can program it differently, smaller, bigger, live music, DJs, um, the sky's the limit. We want to program that almost every night. And again, it's the first nightclub that's literally on the Las Vegas Strip. Um, and then it connects to the day club. But you're right, Zook, just like you said. And uh, how about the day club? Okay, that one took me a while, too. So it's <laughs> IU. IU, okay. A-Y-U. Yeah, but A is pronounced IU. Okay. That one took me a while, too. And it, um, again, we have that overseas. So we're bringing that night, that brand here. And we're trying to create experience. It, it's it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be um, an outdoor area that it's inspired of, 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 we don't want you to feel like you're in Vegas. We want you to feel like you're in an oasis or somewhere uh, where we take you out of this environment that we have and bring you into this 
cool image of a, an oasis or somewhat of a jungle feel. So, and that's what we've done overseas, and we're bringing that here to uh, Resorts World. And of course, you've already announced that uh, Zed and Tiesto are uh, going to be two of the prominent faces mm -hmm. that are going to be staples at Zook and Ayu. <laughs> yes. Got it right. And that's just two, it's two of many. Um, there's more announcements coming out. We love our lineup. We, we, you'll love that. And I'll spoil it now, but we, we have so many women DJs, you know, probably get Great. in trouble, but we love what we're doing here. We're, we're changing the way Vegas has done in the past. Um, and, and the reason why we chose these two guys is because they're just not DJs here. They're part of ambassadors too. They're part of the artists that you saw in that commercial. And Tiesto has been with us along or with me at MGM and, and Zed. And I think Zed has number one song out right now, yeah. but they're both, you're going to hear a lot about them when they're playing and not playing. And they'll be part of the, the, the property um, on a daily basis. And there, it's huge, and I love, I was even looking at Zed's Twitter, and I noticed he even changed his little bio, you know, that, you know, now at Resorts yeah. World. He's proud of it, and which is always yeah. a, an amazing partnership. He's and, been great. And, I mean, Scott, we could probably go on for an hour uh, <laughs> diving into yep. everything that you announced on the food and beverage side and the retail side. But I want to cherry pick um, from the announcements that you've made. Um, specifically on the food and beverage side, you announced Wally's, which got a lot of people excited. And on the retail side, Fred Siegel. Those are both uh, West Coast staples. People are super excited that they'll now be accessible here in Las Vegas. Was that a calculated move to bring in visitors from the largest population center that's just a, a drive away? Yeah, it really was. And it wasn't easy because you guys know, you, you've been here a while. Um, Resorts World has been in the news for a long, long time. And I, even before I joined the company, I didn't really didn't know what was going on down the street here. I think a lot of people thought we're never going to open. What's that big building? It looks like when, you know, all this stuff. So, and we don't have a brand. We, we're, we're not part of MGM or part of Caesars. So no one knew who we were. So it wasn't easy to go out and say, we're building, well, who's Genting? Who's Resorts World? So we really had to educate everybody. And um, Wally's was my number one choice. The other partners might get mad, but uh, I, Wally's has always talked about going to Vegas. No one could get them. So I met with Christian, so the owners and their board of directors, and it wasn't easy. I flew them here that night and we convinced them. I knew when I had Wally's that everybody was like, wow, if Wally's is going there, because you know, Wally, it's, it was one of our biggest announcements and we're so excited to have Wally. I, we think, I think it's gonna be the biggest draw for the locals. I really do. I don't know if you've been to Wally's, but the locals are gonna love it. Uh, and we wanna, we wanna be a local property. So when we got Wally's, I knew it'd be easier. And then Fred Siegel was next and he talked to Wally's and if you're going there, it might be the right thing. And then <laughs> and then we got Craig's. I don't know if you know if Craig's is yep. big in LA. Mm -hmm. So we're doing Craig's little dessert is, is, is vegan ice cream and it really helped us. So Wally's played a big role in it. And when I got that, I think every CEO, CEO up and down the strip, like, how'd you do that? Because they were all working on it. You know, and so we're, we were so happy to get that one. Yeah, an amazing lineup. We're super excited as locals to be able to literally walk across the street and go to some of these places. So um, yeah. something that, you know, there's always a lot of chatter and people speculating stuff. So what do you think, as far as opening June 24th, can you let people know what will be open? Are there any things that won't be open just yet and we need to wait a little bit longer for, which is pretty much a normal thing when you open such a mega property. And I know you're trying to get it open as soon as possible so people can get in there. Yeah, great question. There won't be anything that we didn't announce that won't be open except the theater. The theater was added scope. You know, we weren't going to open with the theater when I first got here. And then we realized how important the theater was to being an integrated property. So the theater will come on board sometime in August. 
And then you'll hear some announcement next couple of weeks who the first act will be and when they'll be performing. But everything else, and maybe the spa, and the spa we're so excited to talk about because it's not a traditional spa. I mean, it's something that the city's never seen. It's it's completely different. And I didn't, you know, we wanted it to be different. So when we announced that, we're really excited. But I would say the spa might be a couple of weeks behind maybe, but everything else will be open. That was important to us. And that's why we kind of picked this date because we didn't want half the place to be open, boarded up. So everything else will be up and running when we open uh, June 24th. Great. And, and we haven't seen nightclubs open in a long time. And so your nightclub, you do plan to have that open. And I'm sure you'll have certain protocol in place. And we are yeah. going to 100% capacity by June 1st. So it should be okay. That's, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. But what we decided to do is we're going to open up with the day club. And we've already got events planned and we're getting ready to start selling tickets. We have sold tickets for some of them. And then we decided that we're going to bring the nightlife, uh, the nightclub to, to life probably the end of the summer. So I see the nightclub opening, we'll announce that, but that will be later on. But the day club will be open when we do open that, that next weekend. And uh, Scott, does it just feel good to kind of be back to business in Las Vegas? Yeah, it really does. It's just, it's, um, we've always been optimistic. You know, I, I, my team's all, you know, six months ago talking about putting up the shields and, and putting dispensers around the property and distancing. I'm like, stop. We got to be optimistic. We'll follow that if it happens. We have to follow the guidelines, right? We're not going to do our own thing. We'll do what we're told. But I just want people to be positive. And I think it's all positive now. Vegas needs to come back and we need to, this city's all about celebrating and having fun. And that's what we're good at. So it does feel good. I wish I could say we timed it this on purpose, but we did. And we were opening anyway. <laughs> uh, we were going to open June 24th, but I, we're really excited that things are getting better. And I hope they continue to get better throughout the country. But this city, I think, will rebound much faster than other cities because of, we've proven that in the past. It's somewhat of a resilient city for the best of what we do. And we're just glad that we're part of it, that Resorts World can help re-energize and get the city back to where it was, you know, faster than, than uh, other places. And it doesn't look like the win. You're right. No. She didn't want <laughs> I think we're past that, but I think with the, I love the red now. Um, and we're really, you'll see a lot more red. Mm -hmm. we got some cool things coming out that's going to be fun. And, and um, we want to create a red when you see it, you think Resorts World. And that's, we're off to a good start with it. I think the building is, is the exterior is just, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And if you like the outside, the inside is even better. Oh, we can't wait. We and can't listen, wait. red red is our Vegas revealed color of our logo. So if you ever want to put a podcast studio in there, we are happy to come in and host and interview. Nice. Yeah, we're talking to some people now about building a podcast studio. Mm -hmm. um, so we'd love to have you. Well, let's keep in touch about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <sure. laughs> listen, we love having you on. Anything else you want people to know? Because I know sometimes you get asked all these questions. Anything else that you want people to know about this property, about the work you've put into it? I, I think you asked some, all the good questions. I mean, some great questions. I would just say that we're really excited. Um, we're going to open June 24th. More details to come. We'll probably open a little later in the night for the public. And then starting um, the next day, we'll start taking reservations. And and, and and I'm glad you asked those questions because it's not a ramp up. It's yeah. not half the place will be done and, and we're only going to fill half the part. We're, days are different. We, know we're, we worked hard. We've got a great team. And we're going to run this property and try to get to the full occupancy as fast as we can. But it, it's, you're never going to hear me say, oh, it's going to take two years to build this place up. We're going to have so much momentum and we're going to take off right from the beginning. So I hope our competitors know that because yeah. – 
we're coming after them. I love it. I love it. Thanks for clearing that up. It's so good to know, really. I mean, you know, because people always love to come up with, with questions and their take and this and that. And now we know from the source. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we are on pins and needles for, for June 24th, the big grand opening of Resorts World. Uh, the president of Resorts World, Scott Sabella, thank you so much for, for taking the time. We know you're busy and we know you have a lot to get to. Uh, probably right this second. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate all your support. Thanks a lot. Good to see you, Scott. Wow, we learned so much in that interview and all of it is, I'm looking forward to all of it. I know, it's going to be so amazing, June 24th. Can't get here soon enough. But Dana, I want to mention something that I forgot to bring up in the interview, which I don't know how this spaced my mind as we were talking about all the entertainers, uh, Celine Dion, Carrie Underwood, Luke Bryan, uh, Tiesto, Zed. There was a big name that I left (laughs) off that list and that's Katy Perry. Right. And what an array of artists. They're all a little different. They are. And it's going to be so good to have them be a part of uh, the Resorts World family in whatever capacity. You know, we, we, we don't know just yet, but we kind of do know. <laughs> exactly. And listen, you know, interviews like this, Sean and I get really kind of excited and geek out about because, you know, we have been journalists, you know, for a very long time in New York and also in Las Vegas, but Las Vegas for 15 years. So we've watched resorts go up. We've watched uh, resorts be in, imploded and we've been at openings and it's kind of a part of our blood and a part of living here. And it's this is the kind of stuff that that really gets our blood pumping mm-hmm. when we see things that are moving Las Vegas in a positive direction that are that's exciting people around the world about the city of Las Vegas. I think uh you know in the years that we've covered Las Vegas I know that I kind of have seen myself as kind of taking on a role of a a quasi ambassador Mm -hmm. for the city too, because in knowing so much about what goes on here, people always ask about what's going on here. So, you know, it's always great to have good, new, positive things to be able to share. So true. I mean, and just the same as you, I've had viewers from TV for years call me Las Vegas's biggest cheerleader. And I've always <laughs> said, hey, I'm all, you know, I'm all for it. But I always talk about, you know, the perks of living here. What's yep. so great. And and there's a long list. And, you know, I think during this year, everyone was a little nervous. Like, is Las Vegas going to be changed? But it feels normal again. Yeah. And it was great to hear um, from Scott Sabella about how this past year and uh, the COVID pandemic really did kind of shape some of the decisions that they made in uh, putting Resorts World together. Right. You know, it was already being built, but they had the luxury at that point of still being able to to make some changes. Um, but they still had the luxury at that point to still be able to implement some things that will be lasting changes and not retrofits and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And, you know, something else partially new is Allegiant Stadium. The stadium has been complete, but, you know, the general public hasn't really been able to get inside yet. So it feels like it's a whole brand new thing as well. Yeah. Unlike some other NFL teams, uh, we have not had fans inside the stadium for our games. However, 
there have been some select, you know, season ticket holders who've mm-hmm. gone through for tours and everything, but no fans actually there for that fan experience. Right. So it feels like we've got that as well opening. And when we talk about football, you know, usually it's like end of summer, or the, the beginning of the fall, but we have a big concert that's happening there and has not been moved. It's been moved many times. And we're talking about Garth Brooks, <laughs> but for now... As far as we know, his July 10th show is on. Yeah, and so Garth Brooks was supposed to open Allegiant Stadium back last year, but obviously that those plans were blown out of the water. And then, the, as you mentioned, Dana, the concert was rescheduled several times, but July 10th is go time, and that should be the first major event inside Allegiant Stadium that fans are going to be welcomed for at capacity. And you said you saw some tickets online, right? Uh, on secondary yeah. uh, ticket sellers were had like the upper decks, like the farthest <laughs> from the stage for $200 plus per seat. And then I think there are some tickets still left behind the stage, but okay. you don't want to look at the back of his head the whole time. No, no, not unless it's like 25 bucks. I might want to be there for the, am- <laughs> the ambiance, you know, <laughs> and a beer or something like that. <laughs> um, but why don't we move into our tips? Um, something that I wanted to talk about is comedy. Comedy Cellar is back at the Rio. They kicked off shows on April 17th. They have 7 p.m. and 9.30 performances. And what I love love about the comedy seller Sean is it's a list of comedians they do their best 15 to 20 minute sets and so they keep changing through the night which is kind of cool you don't go see like just one person you know because some people like certain comedians other people like you know and what kind of comedy that they do so it keeps you laughing the whole night long yeah and uh, this the comedy seller has that intimate comedy club feel to it also so it's it's great for comedians and great for uh, audience members too right and I think we all need a good laugh after this year so that's why I picked it as a tip and I also have another tip for locals that live in Las Vegas you actually get $22 tickets plus fees by using the code CCVegas, okay? CC stands for Comedy Seller Vegas. Put that in and you'll get a bit of a discount. So that's always a good tip. Yeah, and but you'll probably need to show some kind of a Nevada ID at the that's box right. office just to prove it. Right. If any of you out-of-towners are trying to get the deal. <laughs> um, another tip, Dana, is something that's brand new for us here at Vegas Revealed, we have just launched a Vegas Revealed store. And this is a store that's, of course, you can get all of your Vegas Revealed essentials like hoodies and t-shirts and hats and phone cases and stickers and magnets. Really, we've got everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. But it's really a place that we have designed to be your go-to source for all of your Las Vegas essentials before you head here for your vacation. Yeah, we've got some vintage style t-shirts on there. Also some t-shirts that kind of have fun with, you know, if you got your vaccine or not. And then, like Sean mentioned, you know, the hoodies and the coffee cups and everything for Vegas Reveal. And I must say, it it looks really good. And we've ordered a bunch of stuff. And I'm super excited to get this gray hoodie with the Vegas Reveal logo on it. I know, super comfy, all the the merch that's on there. <laughs> um, and there are going to be uh, more designs added regularly to the Vegas Revealed store. Just go to our show notes, and right there at the top, we have a link that'll take you directly to our brand new Vegas Revealed store. So click on there, check it out, and, uh, you know, if something suits your fancy, 
maybe get something for yourself or give it as a gift to a fellow podcast aficionado. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Sean's great at creating design. So if you have something you really, really want, email us, ideas at Vegas-Revealed.com, and we'll see if we can cook it up there and make it a t-shirt. Especially if it's something funny. <laughs> if there's like a funny idea for a t-shirt. Right. We can collab. So the kids are saying, right? I know. Oh, my goodness. Every time you post on Instagram, (laughs) want to collab, want to collab. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, we didn't do a poll this week. Uh, FYI, we understand that, and we know how much you look forward to our exclusive poll, but we just loved our interview with Scott Sabella from Resorts World that we wanted to make sure to get all the information in there. So, again, thanks to Scott. Again, Resorts World opens June 24th. Stick with our social media. Go to our YouTube. We're going to post the video version of that interview as well. Yeah, and thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed as always, and we'll be back next week with more inside news and views from Las Vegas. We love to reveal. We got bills to pay. Bye. up a suitcase. Let's take a holiday. A holiday. Hop into a limo.